As Fuck will be a podcast dedicated to discussing topics that primarily affect the Black community. As Fuck was created to shed light on issues that plague our community, but also promote Black excellence and create a platform for folks who identify as Black to share their stories, life tips, and important information we need. While the hope is to change our listeners' way of thinking, our main goal is to provide thought-provoking conversations for friend groups and bring awareness. That's racist as fuck. That's homophobic as fuck. That's black as fuck. That's crazy as fuck. That's wild as fuck. This is stressful as fuck. That's stupid as fuck. Hello, my good friend. What's T? How are you? I'm good, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we starting already. How are you? I'm I'm trying to stay sane during all of this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially since my summer classes start back up tomorrow. So, like, I had, like, a little bit of break in between Mm -hmm. the end of the semester and, like, tomorrow. But I'm taking that class. And I actually need to go in there and check my work. So, for those of you who don't know us, obviously, my name is Chancy. And my name is Charles. And this is Ask Fuck the Podcast, so... Period. (laughs) Period. You gotta add period on everything. (laughs) So, we have a lot of fun topics lined up for you guys. We are going to be talking about a lot of different things. Some things that are very familiar to us. Some things that might be a little bit unfamiliar to us. And from Mm -hmm. time to time, we'll have different guests. But before we really start, I kind of just, you know, I want to give my good friend a shout out because he just wrapped up his master's degree. Let's go. I have to congratulate my good friend. I love you. I'm so proud of you. Oh. I know how important this was, but I know Miss Rona obviously had other plans and she decided that she was just going to swoop right in. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's okay, bitch, because, you know, the celebration don't stop. It never stops. Okay, (laughs) Miss Rona came in. What what they say she came in? The girls came in and the did what they had to do. And, okay, and did what was done. And did what was done. She came <laughs> to give what was supposed to be given. But the girls, no, don't no show stop. Don't no show stop at all. Okay, I had to make sure I got this degree. But yes, thank you so much. I of am course. super happy and it's been a surreal feeling, but... All of my friends and family and even people who like follow me on Instagram or on social media have been like giving me lots of love and light. I really did this master's for my mom. The year that I got into graduate school was the year that she passed away a few weeks after I got into school. And I was like, I'm not going, but I did it and I'm here and I'm just so happy. And it doesn't stop right here. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna keep pushing PhD, you know, do what I gotta do. Okay. So I'm I'm excited, but I'm more excited for you because oh. you're gonna be following right after me. So let's let's get it, okay? I'm listen, I'm so ready to be done. Like Yes. You know how you know you just have something to do, but you just have like no energy to do it. And that's just where I'm at because I literally have like four classes. Like that's what's between me and this degree is like four classes. And I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna write my thesis on. Like I have no idea. But child, that was me. I just I last semester. Mm. What did you write on? I don't think you told me. Oh, yeah. My capstone was on, it was an analysis of the lack of 
Black students utilizing the Multicultural Center. Okay. In which I was the graduate coordinator for. Yes. Um, and so I was analyzing why this group of students are not like participating with the program services that we have. Mm-hmm. And just trying to figure it out because in my research, I found that multicultural centers were safe havens for Black students. And so if that's the case, why are the Black students at Montclair State University are not utilizing the space? And Get so into it. at first I was thinking about doing something with like mental health amongst Black um, and Brown students at a predominantly white institution. But, you know, I had to make sure all my research and everything that I wanted to do was feasible and tangible. And, you know, my professor was like, you know, Charles, you know, I can tell that you want to save the world. But, you know, you want to think short term right here because you want to make sure that everything is feasible. Like I said earlier, and you want to make sure that you're able to find the information that you're, you're seeking. So I just switched it around and I was like, OK, why not do it at the Multicultural Center? That's where I work. Okay, I could do it outside my hours. Right. And I know some of the issues. I've seen it, you know, so that's what I I was I was able to do. I was supposed to do like, you know, focus groups and yeah, online surveys, which I didn't really get to do. So my capstone was short and but it was okay because a lot of things were there were a lot of alternatives due to the pandemic that's happening right now. I was already Mm -hmm. online with both of my courses, Mm -hmm. so that wasn't an issue. But to get to a space where I can meet with right. people that was, it was unfortunate that I couldn't do that anymore. So that was right. what I did. I mean, I did as much as I could, you know, created a manual based off of the research that I found, created a manual based off of, you know, what I visibly saw or the lack of and distributed that to the office for, you know, future professionals to take into account when they're acting as, you know, practitioners and agents that. of change. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. And we could honestly sit here and, and, and talk about that all day. And we will, because, you know, we okay. will. That's, that's some, some, definitely something that we're going to discuss <laughs> later on down the line. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that you're, like, well-versed into, especially just, like, just thinking back on our time, like, that we did have together in undergrad when we were at seminary. And just, just, just thinking back, like, on, like, the resources that Scent didn't even have versus, like, the resources that Montclair has. And it just goes to show you that, like, just because a place has those resources there doesn't mean that they're necessarily being utilized or they're not being promoted correctly or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. So, yeah, shout out to you for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, you know. And I can't wait to, it's your time, because it's very soon. You know, I'm going to be there every step of the way. Make I sure know. that you're good. I you know. know. Just like you did for me. I know. Us friends got to stick together. Period. Our friends turned family. Okay. that's what we are. Period. Period. Since 20, what? 13? 2012. In the 2012. Yeah. 2012. 2012, bitch. I met you on a hot summer day. Okay. <laughs> and talk about hot. I was hot. Okay. I was hot. <laughs> In and outside, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> That's when you wanted to be outside. Oh, hello. <laughs> at least on that fucking campus, at least back then. Oh. Okay, shoot, please. Speaking of fucking. <laughs> oh, uh, so. Ah! <laughs> Hold on, let me take a sip. Uh, take, I'll take a sip. Take a sip. You take a take sip. A sip. Come okay. on, let's. Okay. You ready? <laughs> I'm ready. You guys have to bottom of the cup, though, for that real ASMR realness. 
Just like, yep, yep, just like that. Yep. Okay. Like that, like that and like so. <laughs> like that and like so. Okay. So, folks, today's topic is horny as fuck. I don't know about you, but this pandemic has, like, really been fucking with my hormones. <sighs> okay. Before the pandemic. Outside, I was just fucking with my hormones. The sun came out. I was like, okay, I'm ready to do something. Let's go. Or somebody. Do somebody. Yes. Do something on somebody. Hello. <laughs> I feel like it's really like, you know me. So like, you you know, like, like you you know, I could be a little bit more like, not reserved, but like, I, no, I feel reserved. like I've definitely opened up along the years. How much did you open up? Are you opening, opening up? Or are you opening, opening, opening up? Well, I'm only opening <laughs> up for one person now. Oh, must, <laughs> must be nice. Okay, okay. But I, I always felt like as this new generation ushered in, sex has become more... Sex has always been a popular topic, but mm-hmm. I feel like when we got to college and then like as the years have kind of like progressed... People have mm-hmm. become more sexually liberated, like myself included. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like the pandemic is really just, it's fucking with my hormones. Like, it really is. I'm, I'm a dog in heat, you know? I'm a dog, okay? Rough, rough. Rough, baby. rough, okay? <laughs> okay, a poodle in heat. Uh, okay, a poodle. She got to be classy. She got to be a poodle. Uh, up okay? an echelon, girl. Uh, <laughs> so, my first question for you, and obviously, I feel like you're for this because I know you. Sending nudes. What you think about it? I just started getting into sending nudes. I didn't really send a lot of nudes back then. Really? Mm-mm. I was more for, I don't want to see it on phone. I want to feel it. I want it to be tangible. Videos, phones, it's cute. You right. know what I mean? But for me, it didn't do much, you know? But now, I love it because I think that now I am I have embraced my body a lot more than I did before. Okay. And so for me, sending nudes was never an issue this, like, this year, you know, starting on a little last year. I started making videos or whatever. Oh, okay. You are OnlyFans, girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start one. Let me start one. Get my coin up. But okay. I feel like now, I, I love my body, and As so I embrace it. I make videos just to make them and look at them and be like, ooh. So when it does come a time where I have to, not have to send a nude, but I choose to send a nude, here you go. And I make sure that I got it on an angle where it ain't showing my face. Right. It's a good angle. No face, no trace. You know what I mean? Okay, no face, no trace. Make sure that it's all good. So right now, like, sending nudes is nothing. I pop a nude real quick, like, I could just be in the middle of doing something. And I'd be like, oh, let me just make a, a new. <laughs> Not a new. <laughs> I just, a new. Okay, let me just make a new. A little video. A little something. <laughs> you know, a little something. Or whatever the case may be. And it is what it is. I've always been for news. Really? I, yes. I've all, I am a new kind of boy. Like, I... Personally, I don't see anything wrong. We went to college in 2012. So right. I feel like that was when, like, I don't think sending nudes was taboo back then, but mm-hmm. I feel like they weren't as, like, popular as they are now. Like, I feel like no. that's, like, I feel like that's a part of, like, that initial interaction with a lot of different people, whether they want to admit it or not, whether they're straight, whether they're gay. Uh-huh. 
you know, I feel like, you know, within those first couple of like days or weeks or whatever the case may be of like that initial like, hi, how are you? It's like, hi, what's your favorite color? Hi, what do you do for work? Okay, let me see your dick. Like, all the- <laughs> I feel like that's a part of it. Like, I really did. Like, I don't know why. Hey, yo. I feel like now it's more a part of it. Like, I feel like back then when we were, you know, we was, we was 18, 17 years old. You know, bitches was fucking, but you know, bitches wasn't fucking on tape. You know, like we, you know, no. No, nobody was doing that. At least, at least not when we was growing up, or at least it wasn't really popular anyway. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't prominent it like wasn't, that. But it yeah. was still like, what was that girl? Oh, uh, what was her name? And she was sucking dick in the back of the school, and it oh was my like God, very what is her viral. Name? She's a legend. It was back in the day. That's when the, that that's the original Kim Kardashian. You hear yes. me? What is her name? What was her name? I'm about to Google her right now. I'm about to Google. I'm literally about to Google her right now. Right. <laughs> That's when things were prominent. That shit gonna fuck me up because she was really giving up the neck and the fucking back of the fucking school. With her school uniform on. Yes. Hold up. Was, that, was her name Amber or something? It, it had to be something like that. Something like that. Hold on. Girl sucking dick in the back of the school. Back in the day. Back 2000, in the day. <laughs> 2000 something. <laughs> oh my God. No, but. Oh. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, even now, like, right now, like you said, now is, is a lot. It's like texting, hey, how you doing? I'm good. What's up with you? You cute? I'm cute. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Can I have a new or just unsolicited news? Okay. Let's talk about that. Send it unsolicited news. And then people expect you to send it back. Like, back, first off, yeah. I didn't ask for that. So yeah. I don't care about that. Especially yeah. if I'm not moved to send anything. I don't have to send. You don't make me send nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I can remember my first nude that I ever took. I had, um. Oh, girl, I had a, a Metro PCS. Come on, Metro. Come on, Metro. And it had this little, like, how on the iPhones, you could have, like, three seconds, ten seconds. You just pop your phone up and take a video of yourself or a picture real quick. It had that. And I took a, a picture of the back of me. I didn't have any clothes on. And I looked at it as, like, an artistry. I saw a lot of people taking, like, nude pictures for their artistry, like, dancers. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. That was my first one. I think that was in 2011. And I was looking at it, and I was, and that's when I was just losing weight. I was getting my body right. I was like, all right, I'm feeling myself. Right. And from that point on, that was the first nude I sent out. And then I didn't feel comfortable with sending any more after that because I just wasn't comfortable with my body. I was, it just was a, a you know, thing where my weight fluctuated up and down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I mean, for me, I think it was, um, oh gosh, when was it? I don't even know. It probably was like when, I think I probably sent one, like, when I first, like, you know what? When I first got to college, I was talking to this, to this boy. Fine little poppy. Mm. Hi, poppy chulo, wherever you are. <laughs> okay. If you're he, watching and you're listening, hey. You know what, though? He was so cool. Like, even just on, like, some, like, friend type shit, he was really cool. I ain't mm-hmm. putting his name out there because I know his name. Uh, <laughs> but I think I sent my first one to him. I feel like I said my first one to him. But then, you know, freshman year, I had hopped right into that relationship. And, you know, at some point down the line, that relationship will come up on this podcast. But, you know, I hopped right into that relationship. And so I didn't really, I, I sent them to my, to my then dude at that time. Uh-huh. And then after that, I, I don't know. I just always been for it. Like, I don't know. Like, I, and I feel you on, like, the whole, like, I'm feeling my body. I'm starting to feel, like, more sexually liberated. Like, I started to Ooh. feel, like, my oats. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, this is, 
you know, I'm, I'm feeling myself. And, you know, I mean, the responses that I got were pretty good as well. But you made a good point about unsolicited news. And I feel like we are living in, like, such a time where people are more vocal about the things that bother them. And I don't think we're living in a time where people are more vocal about the things that bother them. I think we just have more platforms to to vocalize, like, our opinion about things. And so unsolicited nudes, like, from the right person and the right, in the right moment, yes. But if it's not, like, the right person, if it's not someone that you're interested in, it could kind of be a little bit predatory. Right. Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I, I've gotten so many unsolicited nudes on uh, Instagram, and I'm just like, first off, they don't move me. It don't do nothing for me. Because, okay. <laughs> baby, Who told can you, you work had the it? Life? Can you use it? <laughs> can you do, what, what can you do with that? Okay? What can you do with that? I don't know. I feel like everybody is such, you know, we're, we're sexual beings, right? And yeah. because we're living in a world where you can be sexually liberated, yeah. that people are, they don't understand when to send something and when not to send anything. I will not send nothing to nobody because I don't have to, but I, I like it. Yeah. But I don't have to send nothing. Nobody has to send anything, but I feel like, you know, we live in a world that's like, what are nudes at? Like, don't get me wrong. I got a hidden photo library on my phone of all the nudes that I've gotten. We love a hidden photo. We love it. We love to see it. Hello. And that collection, that catalog is real good. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, the unsolicited photos, I think that because people feel that, you know, we living in a, a world of sex and all these different things that you have to do that because that's how you engage people. But right. not everybody is going to be engaged by that. Right. You know what right. I mean? You got to think about other people and what they might think about, you know, sending news and stuff like that. Some people don't want them. Some people say, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? Some people have ideals and, and visions on what they think, you know, sex is like. And maybe that's not something for them. Like, I don't care about this. So why are you sending me your unsolicited photos? That's going to get you blocked real quick, especially if it's not cute. Yeah, lotion up. Lotion up. Lotion I don't want to see no ashy penises, no corroded buttholes. Not corroded. I don't want to see none of that. If, not it, if that's what it is, you get, right. <laughs> if that's what it is, <laughs> save it. I don't want it. I'm good. Right. So prior to my relationship that I'm currently in, because I care for news so much and the type of person that I am, I need to see it before you come. Ah, uh, I need to see it before you come and before you come. Oh, uh, yeah. Hello. Hello. I do. I do. Because <laughs> I don't want you pulling up to the house and, you know, or, you know, or pulling up to the apartment or wherever I am, child. I don't want you pulling up to wherever I am. And we get here, we do what we do. And it's like, what am I going to do with that? Are you a size queen? Ooh, let me take a sip to that because that <laughs> was like that. That just told it all. It's all right. Sometimes you know some people are okay. So I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a size queen. I'm not sitting here saying that like you have to have you know a skyscraper in your Hanes boxers. I'm not saying that. Okay, but what I am saying is that. You know how I am. I like to but know to what's going to happen. expect how to get ready for, okay? Because yes. bitches know they body. Yes. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> bitches say, I know my body. I know my body. No, you don't. 
No, you don't, girl, because you're still paying. So okay. that's another story. But for those for those of you who don't know what a size king or size queen is, it's somebody who is big on the size of a penis, big on the size of a butt, big on the size of titties, big on the size of just different things. You know, we live in a world where some people want to see bigger penises or bigger butts or bigger breasts, whatever the case may be. But yeah. not everybody is like that. I'm not a size king or size queen whatever you want to call it. Some days I could be a queen, some days I could be a king, but I'm not a size king or queen. Hello. But <laughs> what I don't want is an ugly penis or an ugly butt. Okay, that's fair. I'm, I'm big on that. Like, I don't want it to be, uh, it has to be pretty. It has to look like my food. You know, like when you get food and your mouth started, starts watering. Oh, like, bitch, that's, that's what I want. to keep my peeps. Oh, bitch. That yeah, was now that was sex. That was good. That was sex. That was okay. some good food we had that day. Ooh. But anyway, I want it to be like, I'm about to eat a plate. It needs to be appealing. You know how like some people post their food on Instagram and it don't be appealing? It don't look good. A lot it's of you girls stop posting your plates on Instagram, by the way. No shade. I'm supporting everybody, but I don't support no no food that look bad, baby. I come from a I come from a household of food that looks good and tastes good. Hello. Okay. So that's no shade. You know, it has to have some type of like attraction. Okay. Yeah. It needs to look good. Don't send me no no penis or no butts with and it's ashy. Put some coconut oil on that thing. Hello. Okay. But yeah, I'm not really a size king or queen. I'll tell you this one time. Okay, so one time. Oh, we love a one time good story. One time good story, yeah, because it was only one time and I ran. Ah. We were home. We were either on winter break freshman year. Like, we had just got home from winter break on freshman year. And I was on Jet. <laughs> oh, talk about it. For those of you who don't know, Jet is a dating app for us, the LGBTQIA plus community. And I was on there. And, you know, back in the day, and nobody had their pictures up. Like, that's just how it... I mean, people still don't have their pictures up on their Jack profiles now. But back in the day, like, it was given what it was given. And um, this guy and I were messaging back and forth. And bitch, he unlocked his photo. And mm. it was somebody that I went to middle school with. Mm. And I was gagged because, like, I never expected that from him. Mm. So, you know me, little, little fast, little one. He was like, okay, like, I'll pull up. So I said, okay, cool. Like, you know, cool, I'll pull up. Here's my address. And, I, and this was someone that I knew, and I had known him at that point for at least five or six years. So this was someone that I had known for a while. He pulls up, first things first, he pulls up in his mother's minivan. So that's one. No shade to the minivan. Because if you got wheels, we love it. Right, I still don't have a car. Full transparency. But you can get to where you want to get to how you want to get to without having to worry about things. That's what we like. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm going to always get there. So he pulls up and I'm like, okay, we are going to explore more into a lot of different topics down the line. I can't speak for a lot of folks, but back in the day, I wasn't against a a backseat kind of hookup session. And so I linked up with him and I... Was talking, chopping it up with him. So, you know, I get in the backseat. He gets in the backseat. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, because he had a nice-ass body. Like, I remember him taking off his motherfucking shirt in, like, eighth-grade gym class. I'm like, oh, this nigga got a body. You know, I'm, I'm looking for the best. And I got the worst. 
Oh. When I tell you that it was literally probably the size of two Jolly Ranchers put together, it was as skinny as a number two pencil. He pulled it out and I was just looking and I'm like, what am I going to do with that? No way. John Doe, if you listen in, John Doe, we sorry. Listen. But- you gotta get an enhance us. Listen, you need to you need to get an implant. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be better off fucking bitches with dildos, okay? You you'd be better off doing that. That's what you'd be better off. And it's the truth. I felt so bad, but I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm already here. I'm I'ma try this. Mm-hmm. I looked at one time, that nigga came. Of course. Well, I mean, you, you, your tongue was wrapped around it. Hello? It, was it wasn't much to wrap around. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You wrapped around it. You did a little... <laughs> and he just went up <laughs> everywhere. I get it. It's, I, you know, I understand. I feel it, you know. Shout out to the small penis guys. You know, I still love you. You know what I, I don't, mean? I don't. <laughs> I still love you. It is what it is. God has gave, given you something. To use, I mean, you could pee with it. <laughs> you definitely can. You can. You, you can, can pee, pee with it. You can definitely pee. You can definitely pee with it. You can. You can pee with it, and uh, you can wash it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can pee with it, and you can wash it. Listen, you can wash it. I'm going to tell you this. I'll take a smaller penis. Not that small. That's that's like that's. I'll take a smaller penis over a bigger penis any day, because. People, I don't know if people understand it, but to be a gay man and to be a bottom, and let me give you the definition of a bottom. A bottom is a male who takes penis, okay? Takes penis anally, okay? Come and on, so, anally. Hug anally, okay? And so it's a lot of preparation into... Doing that, you have to clean yourself out. You know what I mean? You have to, you know, dish, take an enema, whatever the case may be. And so sometimes big penises hurt. They do. And if they think they hurt, give me a smaller one because I could work it. I could do my little thing. You know what I mean? I could make it feel good. I don't got to do too much to make it feel good either. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just do enough. Okay. <clears throat> so shout out to the small penis guys. Charles yeah. still loves you. I still have a place in my heart for you. Okay. Somebody <laughs> loves you, baby. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody, Somebody loves you, baby. But not me. Hey, yo. <laughs> Come on, Patty. <laughs> Patty. Patty. <laughs> so, as we uh, talk about hookups and, and stuff like that, because we love those. Mm-hmm. And you and you gave the folks a really good definition of a bottom. I think you nailed it perfectly. Dick appointments, hookup sessions. Are you above them? Uh, do you indulge in them when you are single? Do you shy away from them? Do you feel like there is a stigma associated with being single and just casually having sex? Like, are you for a good Dick appointment, pussy appointment. Are you are you for a good link up session? You know, or you know, as everyone likes to describe it, come on, link with me so we can come smoke. That's the way the hood niggas lure you in. 
Niggas get a little bit of weed and think they entitled to your insides, the audacity. Do you know what? Do you know what? But I stay away from those types because I don't, you could do your own thing. At the beginning of like me being on Jack, which years ago, I mean, I've been on it off and on, but at the beginning, the hookup scene, I just wasn't into that because I was just like, in my head, I'm like, hook up. Yeah, you definitely weren't into that when I met you. You definitely, yeah. I was a sexual weren't. being, but I wasn't into no hookups. I was like, hookups? Oh, no. I got to know you, baby. But as I got older, I, I realized that it's okay. You know, it's okay. You see it in the movies that people have one night stands or whatever. And I think that, I guess, people think negative about it is like hooking up and, you know, hooking up with somebody not knowing their status or STDs, STIs, just being like, you know, that's just a regular hookup and people look at you as being a hoe, but I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, if you're a person who hook up with somebody like every week, that's your thing. That's not me. You know what I mean? Right. Some people call it a hoe. Some people call it a horse. Some people call it a, a, what back in the day used to call it a jump off, a pop. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you know people call it a thought nowadays if that's your thing that's your zhush but me I've hooked up a few times with somebody and some of the best sex that I had came from a hookup and then some of the best sex that I had came up from somebody who I was dating and dealing with so I don't see anything wrong with it no that's your thing if you want to be safe with it safe with it make sure you're safe with it make sure you do your thing at least know the person's name Okay, sometimes, you know, people hook up. I've hooked up with somebody I ain't even know their name before. You know, I ain't even going to, I live my life and I'm still living my life. You know, I love a good nickname. Right. We give them nicknames. Um, when I had first got to college, I didn't have that many sexual experiences. At, le- at least not that many sexual inexper- experiences that included actual, like, intercourse. A lot of the experiences that I had were um, mainly oral. Right. And so for me, when I got to school, when I went away for the first time, I was just like, okay, like this is my time to really like explore and everything like that. And, you know, explore I did. And I was very like, when I was younger, I was very big on, I don't know where the hell I got this from. I think I got this shit from an episode of Girlfriends. Joan was really big for, you know, shout out to my people who watch Girlfriends. Joan was really big on like her three month rule. And I don't know why, but I just felt like, okay, three months, 90 days, that's a good period of time to, mm-hmm. to wait to, to have sex with somebody. Man, listen, a guy going to act how he going to act. He going to act like how he want to act before or after the, the 90 days, 30 days, 60 days. But I understand it. Right. And, and I didn't get that. And so I literally would just be like, okay, like, we, go, we have to wait a little bit. Like, I have to get to know you a little bit more before right. I go all the way with you and so i found myself in a relationship into my freshman year of college and i was just uh-huh. like, okay like i am we're gonna wait 30 days we're not gonna do anything we're gonna kiss we're gonna we're gonna do other stuff but we're not gonna have sex all the way and i think after like my that relationship had ended is when i started to like really become like more sexually liberated because I learned a very valuable lesson of niggas going to do what the fuck they want to do anyway. Period. So I'm for a good dick appointment. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, I think that the stigma within the queer community or the black gay community 
is that hooking up with somebody means that you're a whore. You don't love yourself. You don't love your body. Bitch, do what you want to do. If you having a little thing and you want to get your, your rocks off and you single, do your thing. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. A lot of people hooked up and they ain't going to speak about it. A lot of people have done it. It's nothing wrong with it. Treat your body well, though. Okay? Absolutely. Do what you got to do to make sure that you're safe and healthy. Period. That's it. And I feel like, you know, you can have sex with whoever you choose to have sex with. But as long as you are, you know, taking care of yourself, like you said, and like really, you know, pinched to your sexual health, I feel like you are free to do whomever and whatever you choose to do. And that's that on that. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. And I think that we need to start start encouraging people to be themselves and doing what they do, but also encouraging being safe and being healthy and stop trying to limit what people want to do with their lives. If somebody wants to hook up with somebody, a, a regular John Doe, and they want to do that and they want to be safe, let them do what they want to do and stop trying to shade people for doing what they do. A lot of the girls out here, and that's just a term that we use in the gay community. Some people like it, some people don't. When we talk about the girls, we're actually talking about the gay guys. Everything is a girl to me. And I just want to be very clear. Girl, fuck you is gender neutral. So I don't care who you are. If I say girl, fuck you, I meant it with all of my heart. (laughs) Girl, fuck you. Just like that. And that's that on that. (laughs) But But no, yeah, like, girl, fuck you. Basically, mind your business. Ain't nothing... Let me tell you, a lot of those profiles that's on Jacked that don't have pictures are the ones that don't want to get caught hooking up because they didn't talk so badly about other people hooking up that they don't want nobody to see what they're doing. But that's another story, okay? But I've had, you know, a few people who I've hooked up with, you know what I mean? And, like, some of those people weren't the great. I regret it. I'm like, damn, I shouldn't even did that. Or, I know. You know what I mean? That. But it's just an adrenaline, adrenaline, you know how, what the word I'm trying to say. I can't say every word, but it's just a rush. rush. Thank you. Hello. It's just a rush. And that's what it is for some people. I had this really good hookup. It was right before I had started my process to become an iota and that was some of the best sex i had ever had in my life like that man did unspeakable things things that i had never experienced with Mm. the other man and you know what sucks the most about it is the fact that it was so good that i ended up turning him off because I feel like sometimes when we have certain experiences with people, and I don't know why, I've, and I'm guilty of doing this too, we don't necessarily gain full access to people just because like, we had an amazing experience with them, whether it's intimate or, or platonic. Like, just because you have a good time with a person and you really enjoy that person's company doesn't necessarily mean that like, you require full access to them right away. Right. Honestly, I mean, I think that was just... My personal opinion, I just think it was some bomb-ass dick, and I just, you know. And my Keely Williams voice. The sex was spectacular. The sex was spectacular. (laughs) She said it just like that. Okay. The sex. And 
Child, that nigga cursed me out and said, no more for you, because I was acting crazy. <laughs> he said, no, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Hmm. He was giving you the Bora Cox realness, baby. No, was, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. And I honestly, I can't blame him. I can't, Looking back on it, I can't blame him. But you know, uh, they something else. And you know, we, we, we. Let's talk about that. Ooh, do you think Caribbean guys are more hornier than uh, American guys? I think so. I do. Really? Every guy, a lot of guys that I dealt with who are Caribbean or from the islands, maybe that were African. Like I'm like, yeah, they definitely. There's something in the coconut water that uh, Ooh. it's different over there. I don't know exactly. You know, first things first, they have coconuts over there, bitch. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> think so because that was like that was like the first person to like ever suck my toes Ooh, you like to get your toes sucked i do now i do now i do now i and i was never like not that i was ever against it but and i didn't ask for it you know like when you have something done to you for the first time and you just like you never had that before so it's like what the fuck is this (laughs) oh lord like you just start feeling things like you ain't never felt before like damn you sucking my toes so good, my forehead tingling. What's up? I ain't never felt that before. What's up? Mm-hmm. I was ready to move him in. Not ready to move him in. You know that's how gay relationships work, queer relationships work sometimes. Anyway. That's, anyway. Yeah, that's okay. very true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> we got to get out of that, true. though. We definitely got to get out of that because, you know, the girls be ready to move somebody in after two weeks. Like, you, that's my husband. Okay. Child, please. Or two other people saying the same thing at the same time, girl, bye. Okay. But I think you really made a good point about, like, not judging people for doing what they want to do. and That's true. And having sex, whoever they want to do it with. And I guess my, my other thought is, like, do you feel like everybody has a whole phase? Like, do you feel like people go through different phases where they are just more sexually active? Or do you feel like some people are just naturally liberated sexual folks? Like, do you feel like everyone needs to have a whole phase? And 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 describe whole phase for the children. Let me just say this, okay? One, whole phase is not linear, okay? You can have multiple whole phases, okay? A whole phase is basically when you're single, okay, and you're dating multiple people, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're having sex with multiple people. You could. It's whatever you defined it as. So definitely a whole phase is when you're definitely single. Okay, you have to be single to have a whole phase. Let's put that out there. You have to be what? Single. single. Okay, like a Pringle to have a whole phase. And so that means like you're, you're you know, dibbling, dabbling, you know, going on dates. You're talking to multiple people. You know, you're having fun. Would that be sexual fun or platonic fun, whatever the case may be, that's what it is. I think that everybody should have a whole phase because you need to, you need to have that phase to know when, when you realize that, hey, I don't want to do this no more. I really want to be cuffed up. I really want to be in a monogamous relationship. I really want to be with this one person. And I think that a lot of people don't get out of that whole phase. They stay in that whole phase even when they meet somebody and they get with that person. And it's just something about that person that makes them want to be with that person, but they don't want to be with that person enough to stop what they're doing on the side. You have to be single until you can't be single no more. You have to live in your singleness. Like mm-hmm. 
You have to be single until you're tired of being single. I agree. You just have to do that. And what that means is doing everything that you were doing when you were single while you were single. Don't do it while you're in a relationship. And I think that everybody has it. I've had multiple whole phases. And like, again, they're not linear. They're not like, okay, I first came out. Now I'm single and I'm just being a hoe and I get in a relationship and then I stop. And I'm, it's linear. It just, I mean, it's not linear. It just happens whenever, you know, you want it to happen. Like some people have a whole phase after they get out of a marriage or a long relationship. And mm. some people say, no, I'm not going to do a whole phase right now. Some people may have never had a whole phase because they didn't never felt compelled to have it or do it. But it's also not an issue to have a whole phase. I say do it because that's when you get tired of the bull crap. You really learn how people are when you're having a whole phase. Like, you know what you want. You know what you don't want because you know how people want to treat you and how people, you know, how you don't want to be treated. So I think that everybody should have a whole phase. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Okay. I, I agree. I mean, I had my first whole phase after I got out of my two and a half year relationship with my ex, but it took me, it took me a while to, for the hoe to jump out. Uh, hello? She jumped on out. She jumped on out because we, we broke up 4th of July 2015 and then I didn't really start seeing anybody or like really doing anything with anyone probably till like 2016. It was probably like right like before I was about to move to Maryland. And I know for me, like, I feel like I needed time to kind of like get myself together because mm-hmm. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the whole phase, but I do feel like if your mental isn't right, I'm not sure if you should be pouring into other people, whether that's like y'all having deep conversations all the time about that can lead people on, you know, fucking the pain away does not help either. Child. So, so for me, it was like, I needed time to get my mental right before I Kind of just like said, okay, I'm going to be sexually liberated now. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to start dealing with this person. I'm going to text these two, you know, guys at the same time. Like, whatever the case may be. I needed time to kind of like, you know, get my mental right before I was like, okay, like, I'm going to try this out. So I agree. There is nothing wrong with the whole phase. But I do feel like you need to be aware of the of, of what you're doing in intent versus impact because... Ooh, intent versus impact, baby. Intent versus impact. I can't think of how many times where, like, you're in a situation with people and you're you you feel like you're doing one thing, but that other person is receiving something totally different. Like, you know, like they're thinking that maybe you you want more than sex, and and maybe right. that's just based off of the actions that you might be displaying to them, but. Right. Then again, it's like, damn, people can't treat you like a decent human being anymore. You know, so it's, it's, it's you know, without, right. with, with, without, without it wanting to, without you thinking, oh, okay, because they're treating me so nice and they're doing things that are so nice for me that they, they do want more than sex. Right. I feel like there needs to be like a clear, like, explanation of like whatever situationship that you're in. And we're going to get into situationships on in a later episode. Ooh, talk about But I, I, I do feel like we... I feel like we need to be really clear with like our intentions when it comes to like, okay, like this is what I'm looking for. Like this is where I'm at in my life. I'm not saying you owe anybody that, but if someone asks that, I feel like it costs nothing to be like, listen, I'm in a whole phase right now. And this is just what I'm feeling. And I'm just going with, you know, whichever way the wind blows. And, you know, if right. you respect that, cool. But if not, cool. 
I agree with, you know, all of that. I do believe that you need to open up and tell somebody, though. I, I, I don't I don't agree with not telling nobody what it is that you're doing. Like, you don't have to necessarily be like, oh, I'm in a whole phase. So you're one of my hoes. But I do think you need to open up and talk about those clear expectations of what you're doing, what you're not doing, because not everybody, everybody that you meet is not in a whole phase while you're in a whole phase. You feel what I'm saying? So you have to be open and clear about what those intentions are. And again, to go a little bit back, like being a decent human being, like when you're messing with somebody, even though you're going through a whole phase and you know, you're not having that clear expectations of being in a relationship with that person. It's just some things that are standard. Like, for instance, if I'm texting you and I want to see you, or I want to hook up with you and you're like, oh, yeah, we possibly could hook up or possibly hang out tomorrow. Tomorrow comes. You never say anything to me. You know, it was a possibility, but you never like opened up the same thing. I think that you owe it to me to at least tell me like, hey, we're not going to hook up today. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do that. But it's not an expectation of, oh, that's what I expect out of a relationship. No, that's what I expect out of human decency. Like, let me mm-hmm. know, like, OK, we're not going to do nothing. I'm not having the expectations of you being my man, so you don't have to tell me what you're doing, but you need to let me know because I'm sitting around waiting for you. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. So I think that there still needs to be some type of clear expectations of people when you're dealing with them or situationships or having sex, whatever the case may be, because you, you are human and you need to know that. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I I couldn't have worded it any better. But, you know, I... I feel like it's cool to have more than one whole phase as well. I don't feel like, you know, there's anything wrong with playing the field or dating multiple people at a time. Just, you know, since we are talking about all things safe, all things, you know, all things sex, just making sure that you're safe. Um, I feel like that's the most important thing is just making sure that like you're safe to make it like, like we said earlier, like good decisions with your body and good decisions with with other people's body and knowing that if you feel like maybe you're not at your best or you or you feeling like something might be off or something might be right or you know you've just been fucking like crazy and you don't even know when the last time you've been you know uh, two to three clinic on tuesday between three and four that maybe come on with the specifics (laughs) come on with the specifics listen we ain't above a free clinic when you're when your primary when your primary care provider can't get you in and you are stressed out okay because you don't never we ain't never been that type we're gonna go to it's free it's for me and that's on period okay you girls you go to your clinic your free clinic you know it shouldn't be an excuse to why you can't get tested or why you can't keep up with your health they have in-home tests if you are not able like if you're not an able body to go do things and you need somebody to take care of you i get it but if you are somebody who get on your phone click away and hook up you are somebody who go walk into a clinic and 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 make sure that you're taking care of yourself and get that prick on that finger okay regardless whether you are sti std free or whether you are living with anything you mm-hmm. still it's still up to you to, to take care of yourself regardless absolutely absolutely last thing last thoughts this is something i just thought about <laughs> do you feel like black men and black women are fetishized sexually by other races especially black men oh yeah absolutely i've had <laughs> i've had a few encounters with White guys wanted to have sex with me, and they told me... You was dealing with a saltine? Excuse me? 
what had happened was a guy wanted to hook up with me and he said, Bourbon, I want to have sex with a black guy because it's on my bucket list. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah I was like, that. no, I never, I have so many experiences with people what? I just never spoke about. Yeah, verbatim. He was like, I want to do this because it's on my bucket list. I'm like, um, blocked. Mind okay. you, I had to see the guy around because we went to the same college. So I had to, I had to see him around. Of course, it was one of those Montclair saltines, child. Of course. You know what? You know, he, he, and I, I saw him around and he act like he didn't never message me. And I act like I never responded because I didn't. Okay. Okay. So that was that. Another guy who I I hooked up with, come to find out, whoo, child, he had a girlfriend I didn't know. Oh, wow. how I found out is because I texted him, and he he was he was a white guy I hooked up with him, and I don't know if he hooked up with me because it was like, oh, it's a black guy, but he was a masculine white guy. He you know he was cut clean, and he was I never bought him before, but I want to bought him, and I was like, you sure you want to do that? Like, yeah, of course. I'm like, okay. So he bought him for me. It was his first time, and I couldn't tell because he took it very well. I didn't know what to be like. Is my penis small or he just take it? But he took it, and that was that. And I texted him because I was like, oh, it was kind of good. And I was like, this is my first type, my first encounter with, you know, a white guy. You never told me this. I'm gay. Uh-uh. And so. <laughs> I text him one day. You interracially sexing. Uh, yeah, but a, a white guy can't um top me. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't allow it. There's something about that that just does not sit right with my spirit. It's it just don't sit right with me. I just can't. I cannot. I cannot let a Caucasian climb my back. I just can't do it. Yeah, I just it's just something about it. I just won't yeah. allow it. But anyway, I text him, and he was like, "Hey, hey, dude." You know, maybe you should text me. <laughs> hey, dude. Just like that. Hey, dude, please don't text me at this time because I don't want my girlfriend to find out. I said, girlfriend, question mark. I said, oh, girlfriend. I said, okay, no problem. Blocked. Never, mm. I've never seen him again. I don't even remember the guy's name. I don't, I don't remember. I was at Montclair. I had my own little, my single. Yeah. Okay. And I had a big single too, and I was all the way in the back. Came through. We did. That what was we your did. second year, right? Second or third year? That was actually my your first year. You had roommates. I had room. Yeah, my first first two years. I think I had roommates. Yeah, I think it was my last. Was it my last year? You know what? It was my last year. I ain't even gonna lie to you. It was my last year. Mm. I went out with a bang, literally. But... <laughs> <laughs> But do I, back to the question at hand, do I think that they, the other races fetishize dealing with black men people. and women? Yeah. People in general? Absolutely. Um, you see it in porn. You see it in the media. You see it. I know somebody who is like, I only date black guys and they're not even, you know, they're not black. And You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, okay. Those be the same ones that feel like they could, uh, Use the N-word, too. Yeah, like, they fetishize this, like, about... I don't know. I just think about... It's just a lot of things that is in my mind. I'm just like, maybe I need to get over that generational trauma and thinking about, like, you know, all of those different things. But, like, I don't like it. 
And mm-hmm. I think that it's it's big. It's really big out here. Like people are like I want interracial babies. I I you know I want a big black guy. And it's not even just I want to date a black guy. They have to be specific with the type of black guy. Mm-hmm. A big strong muscle, you know, big penis black guy. Like, why does it have to be so specific? Why can't you just be like, oh, I just, you know, I like black men. It's just something about them. They're just so, like, dope. They're kings. They're this. I don't ever hear anybody say that. Like, I hear people talk about the physicality of a black man when it comes to sexual components from Mm -hmm. people outside of being black or the black community. So, yeah, we're fetishized a lot. Absolutely. You know, and and it's like all black guys don't look the same. I know (laughs) I know, you know, contrary to popular belief. Uh, hello, it's hard for the people outside of the, the community to believe that. To believe that, but we all don't look the same. We all don't have the same interests. And a lot of black guys aren't all muscular with big arms and big hands and, and big dicks. That was a very good point that you made. And I literally just, I was sitting here, I was thinking about that. I'm like, yo, like that, it happens so often. And I think, I personally feel like it's more present in the gay community, mm-hmm. because you see guys with those dating apps and shit like that, where it's like, oh, looking for a BBC or, you know, BBC only or, sh- or shit like that. Where it's oh. like, when I'm talking to like my, my friends who identify as straight, I just always tell them to be careful when I feel like they're dealing with anybody of the opposite race, just because uh, I, I personally feel like black people are the most oppressed community on this planet but that's a different topic for a different podcast episode oh the people are gonna be mad that you said that oh oh I, yeah and all white people are racist now what <laughs> <laughs> now what else was said she said what she said okay and she didn't make no mistakes by saying it at 5 38 p.m on the on, on this land i meant it <laughs> On this land, <laughs> you remember Tyler? Um, what was it? Uh, Medea family She was like shaking and gyrating on this land. You gotta do the finger movements, pointing. Down right, I did the finger too on this <laughs> land. But on that note, guys, we are going to wrap up. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Okay. Okay. Bye, babe. Bye. <laughs>